Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Well, hey, 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 it's Thanksgiving Day. Welcome back, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wool Dogson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan. Gobble, gobble, bitches. <laughs> Let's not forget <laughs> Kyle the Coach Duggan. Gobble, gobble, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, folks, it's Thanksgiving. How about that? I, we, what a great day. What a great day. Uh, well, I guess post-Thanksgiving. I guess we're this Black Friday now. We're dropping this bad boy so yeah. we recorded this a little earlier uh we just wanted to make sure that we got an episode out to you guys because it's our job here at the charger chat we want to make sure that you guys are <laughs> never what left wanting never basically ever yes. wanting um all right well yeah i mean hey <laughs> post thanksgiving what, it, what what are you guys thankful for thankful for you too um uh-huh. my family <laughs> and justin herbert I'm thankful for Justin. I'm thankful for the the Charger organization. Although they left San Diego and broke my heart for a minute. Yes. They're, they're, I just love the Chargers so much. Win, lose, draw. Love the team. Love. I'm thankful for the Bolt fan too. Just thinking yeah. back to the the Kansas City game, like we were there. That was a full force show up. We were louder than them at our home stadium. Seventy thousand seats. Shut up. Like this is a real fan base, and you could tell in the tailgate. Thunder Alley was like 
predominantly charger all everywhere yeah i'm th- I'm thankful for the fans yeah yeah that's a good one yeah i'm thankful obviously for you guys i'm thankful to be here in missouri you know now kevin is just a stone's throw away from from where i live ah, and that yes. hasn't been i know yeah. be careful oh, you got me <laughs> uh haven't been able to do that in quite some time so i am i'm very thankful to be close to him and and working with him and uh yeah i'm thankful for the bold fan it was a great call there kyle let's you know the whole the the best thing about this is the bold fam you know just doing this podcast and interacting with you guys kevin gets to sit down with fans and and do bolt insights and stuff like that like that's brought this podcast and this base of podcast listeners closer together so um extremely thankful for that so uh yeah there we go a little, little post Thanksgiving thankfulness, and I'm thankful that football's coming up here. On That's Sunday. right, folks. Yes, we've got another game coming up here against the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, uh, show me the money. Show me the money. So yeah, four and seven Cardinals. Four and seven. Mm-mm-mm. Is that what they are right now? Four and seven. Oh, they don't have a bye week. They haven't had their bye week yet. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's right after us. So we're we're catching them not only on a short week because they played Monday night football, right. but we're catching them before their bye week. So this is like, and they're, they're it's looking like Kyler Murray's not going to be playing and it could be Colt McCoy again this week. So, mm. you know, like, we need to win. We need to win this Sunday. <laughs> we do. We need it. We need this. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Getting getting the divisional wins are, you know, we need to win this, but we're now at that point in the season where it's like we've gotta we've gotta start getting some wins every yeah. week. Every week is a must win week at this point. So um yeah, going against the Cardinals, we just saw uh them get beat pretty handedly by the yeah, 49ers, right? By the 49ers in yeah. Mexico. And that's the other thing is they gotta that's a tough, that's a hard week, man. You play Monday night in Mexico City. You're flying home. You basically are on a short week now. Right. You get to play at home, but that's that's a tough travel. Mm-hmm. Monday night, yeah, Monday night and in Mexico City. And remember that yeah. all that talk about the elevation and how thin the air is up there? Right. Your yeah. body's, yeah, that affects your body for multiple days once you're done in high elevation. You know what I mean? I, yeah. had, a, I had a shoot one time where we were shooting up in... Uh, in, in Colorado and we were up in the mountains doing all these like drone shots. And like, I didn't feel very good for a couple of days after that. I just wasn't quite myself until I like, Interesting. you know, you just, your body takes time. So it, yeah, it lined up. All the chaps, favor. All, all the chips are stacked in our corner right now. It feels yeah. like they got or, or the quarterback, chats, depending the on which chats. Chats. whatever you play. Jack <laughs> 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 me. Jacks. <laughs> the chaps are stacked in our favor. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the Kyler Murray hamstring, the the news is the injury might keep Murray out at least another game beyond Monday night, a source told Come ESPN's on. Jeremy Fowler. Uh, depending on how well the hamstring heals, Murray might not return until after Arizona's buy in week 13. So, yep. um, Well, either way, so you're going to have hamstrings. This is we know ham- enough about We him. know a lot about hammies. <laughs> either way, you're going to have a banged up Murray or you're going to have his backup. Right. Those are the two options. So yeah. should be able to hopefully contain a so banged up run Murray. defense. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the Cardinals? The James Connor, Connor is their yeah. one. Yeah, he's their go-to guy. Yeah. Well, so we'll have cool. to we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, this is definitely a must-win game. Um let's see, looking at uh 
the Cardinals last game, they were, let's see, Colt this, McCoy was 26 completions for 37 attempts, only threw for 238. Yeah, so he, Colt uh, McCoy stepped in for two games for um, Kyler Murray so far this year and got a win against the Rams. He's got he's a good percentage thrower. Like, he's up in the 70s. Yeah, like, he's efficient. He's yeah. a very efficient quarterback. He's not going to be flashy or anything, but he can dink and dunk you down the field. So, you know, his average is like six yards, seven yards per throw. So mm. it's not going to be easy by any means. Our defense has shown that they can definitely make things not easy for ourselves. But if Colt McCoy plays, it, it, we should be able to outscore him, I think. I think mm. that's... Yeah, the defense has been susceptible, the The Cardinals have. I mean, they they allow 30, 30 points a game. Like They gave up uh, 44 to the Chiefs in week one. Um, they've given up 34 to the Saints, 34 to the Vikings, 30 to the Seahawks. Like, we could score some points on these guys. Um, if they have a dinged-up offense, we have no excuse to not be able to keep them keep them low. So, I don't know. It feels... If we had come off a win, I'd be more scared about this. This feels like that trap game after a big W. Yeah. Um, I feel like coming off this loss, there's still that hunger and that 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 we need to win. We Can't have to go something happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I feel good about this game, although Sunday didn't go the way that we wanted. I feel yeah. good about the Cardinals. <laughs> well, if you feel good, you can go on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash charger chat. Mm. Uh, check out all the fun videos we've got going on over there. We've got a lot of exclusive fun time stuff happening there. And if you want, you can check it out. Uh, and if you don't feel like going to Patreon, that's a-okay. You can go on over to our website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we've got over there, t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our members section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. All right, gang. Well, Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. 
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Well, in the interest of this being a holiday week, uh, we're going to throw you to the next two segments back to back. Back to back. Starting it off with the Craig Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then followed up with the Bolt Beat. Let's go. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Craig Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Promise you guys, though the loss to the Chiefs on Sunday does have me down, if I sound drab right now, it's less of that and more to do with the fact that I had a nine-year-old that was attached to my hip for the last day and a half who was sniffling, sneezing, coughing, all that good stuff. And Kevin Kyle, you guys know, when you have children, whatever they bring home, everybody gets. And so unfortunately, I sound like this. You might hear me <laughs> sniffle a little bit, hack a little bit, might have a sneeze, I'm gonna pop a halls real quick, because my throat is on fire. And uh, still gonna get through this, because that's what I'm here for talk to you guys about the team that we all know and love and push through these hard times because things are a little difficult right now but that's why we're all here to help each other through it so that's it cc gang the biggest of salutes and to the rest of the boat fam what is up you got craig in texas and welcome to a sickly edition of the Craig <coughs> Jesus <coughs> experience. I'll try my best to do better. Woosa. You guys know I have appointed myself your friendly neighborhood charges truth broker. And um, though at times it may sound negative. You guys who know me or are super familiar with me know that I'm just a realist. And when everybody's riding on the high horse, I will join you there. I will also bring some reality to the situation just because you always have to be prepared. Because if you get knocked down off that horse, it's a long fall. But if you acknowledge the potential issues to come, it makes it a little bit easier to cope just because you weren't in complete denial about what you saw and might help you deal with it a little bit easier maybe i don't know that said <clears throat> this is just the way that we play the chiefs apparently injuries be damned um don't really matter charges play close games with the chiefs <laughs> and to the folks out there that were saying hey <clears throat> Can't give Patrick Mahomes the ball back with a minute left and expect him not to go around and score. May I direct your attention to week three of 2021 in almost the exact same scenario with just about the same amount of time left on the clock. The Chargers stopped the Chiefs from scoring on the final drive and won at Arrowhead with a team that still boasted not only Travis Kelly, Kelsey, sorry, but uh, Tyreek Hill as well. This time around, you were at home and the Chiefs had virtually nothing at wide receiver. Still had Travis Kelsey 
and um, the outcome flipped this time around. So was it impossible? Absolutely not. Uh, it had already been proven that it could be done. So we're not going to lean on it's just Mahomes and Mahomes did his thing. Patrick Mahomes is an amazing quarterback. As much as we like to make fun of him and his froggy voice, dude is one of the best to ever do it. True, but not invincible. Chargers proved that just a short year ago. But on to this year. Uh, 30,000 foot view of this entire situation. Now that the team is five and five, just at 500, not out of it by any means, but they have to do what they have to do in regards to winning games moving forward. And they're going to have to depend on some other teams to help out. And that's not a place where you want to be. You always want to do your best to control your own destiny. Now, yeah, the uh, division, that conversation is over. Chiefs are going to go run away with it and just have to look forward to next year in that regard. But there's still an opportunity to get into the playoffs and potentially see them again. And uh, hopefully there are some lessons learned and uh, maybe have an upset. And people that are bagging on Derwin James, stop that. Even though that was the exact same play that they utilized to beat the Chargers the last time around. Uh, well, in yeah, the last time at SoFi. Pay very close attention to that play. The reason why it worked is because it was schemed up perfectly. Derwin didn't just get beat. The Chiefs, Andy Reid, Eric enemy schemed Travis Kelsey into a one-on-one situation where they could utilize spacing and created a natural pick in route combinations, which caused Derwin to hesitate for about half a second, giving Kelsey just enough space to get open and the rest is history. Not putting that on Derwin. It was just a tremendous play call. So if y'all out there downing DJ for everything that dude does for this team, cut that out. It's ridiculous. It was a tremendous play call, and it just worked. Um, but with that said, in these scenarios, you probably don't want to leave the only option that they have in the passing game, really, in single coverage. Bracket him, double him, anything. Um. I don't want to dwell too, too much on the game because as far as positives are concerned, there were some. Uh, once again, team came out on their first drive looking unstoppable. Keenan Allen being out there changes everything. Mike Williams, for the short period of time he was out there, gave you glimpses of what this offense can look like with its two prolific offensive weapons out there for Justin Herbert to deal to. Unfortunately, as I mentioned before, we all know Mike made an awesome catch as he tends to do against the Chiefs and he went down. Honestly, I'm super shocked that the dude was able to play as fast as he could because high ankle injuries are no joke. High ankle sprains, uh, should I say. And when you're six foot three, six four, 220 plus pounds, it takes a little while to get going from those again. Keenan looked explosive. Um, he had a short screen pass where he looked fast for a change. And I mean, hey, fresh legs. I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. And um, Joshua Palmer. I mentioned this before. Dude, I think I said this on the last Craig experience. He was probably going to come out and perform 
almost superhuman because for the last month or so, he's been going against teams number ones and now he's going against their threes and safeties. And as you can see, the development is there and it's something to be proud of. Over 100 yards, two tuds, the kid is making hay. And look, that's just another weapon for Herbert. He has that rapport that's building up there. And you know, you got those three going with DeAndre Carter sprinkled in there. If we can get them on the field for any period of time, the team can make some waves offensively. We won't delve back into the defense because there wasn't a whole lot of positives to glean from that third and long stuff. On both sides of the ball, situational play calling is in question, but got to move forward. <coughs> Pardon me. Arizona Cardinals are up next. And it looks like Kyler Murray may go. I think he is on a bad wheel. Uh, sore hammy. Uh, it's never fun going against athletic quarterbacks, especially like video game athletic quarterbacks. Kyler Murray's literally like a creative Madden player, just shrunken. And uh, if he's good to go, that's going to be a challenge in itself. Basically, you have to. If I'm the Chargers, the way that I attack that is the exact same way they went at Russell Wilson. You have to keep him in the pocket. You can't let him break containment. And you have to basically. He's so low to the ground, lower than Russell is. It's gonna be hard to see him. But you gotta keep him in that tackle box, and you have to converge on him and keep your lanes nice and tight. You gotta play discipline, because when he pops out of the other end, nobody's running him down. And um, you know, once he gets in there amongst all the tall trees, hard to identify him. So first and foremost, keep him within the pocket, make him have to throw over the line, and get your hands up if you can't get to him. Um, the Cardinals are not a very good team. And honestly, um, we're not even looking forward to any other games. I'm going to let this be known right now. Folks, you won't hear me come on here any week moving forward. Or I'm talking about any game beyond the week that we're in because there's no point in that. There's no reason to look forward and start counting up wins because you never know. On a week-to-week basis, the team and us as fans, just being realistic, need to focus on the opponent that week. Put your energy there delve into their strengths and weaknesses come up with your own analysis about stuff and i mean of course push that energy towards the team but we have to be laser focused on the task at hand and whoever that opponent is for that particular week because the charges are in a situation where the margin for error is very very slim i mean like next to none i know people are saying like hey you know you can afford to still lose a couple games but that's not the way i want to look at it again don't look forward, except for the team that you're playing that week. Is this a game that is winnable? Absolutely it is. Is it in the bag? By no means. Um, the Chargers so far this year have beaten bad teams and lost to good ones. And in games that they've beaten, teams that are quote-unquote bad or subpar, games have been relatively close. So it's not just a given. Um, as far as what I think... Um, just optimistically speaking and being shamelessly positive Chargers are equipped with everything they need to go in and win this game without having to even be at 100% would it be great to have all the weapons available? yes um, what I want to see the team do is be more fundamentally sound the offensive line had a rough week um, and Justin wasn't able to make it all right so I just want to see them go in with the game plan where they a still need to establish the run 
get Isaiah Spiller some more carries because we can see that the kid has I've been saying it for the longest time he needs to get more spin and allow Herbert to utilize that run game to work into the passing game like show some variety you don't always have to use the pass to set up the run it can be done the other way around there are plenty of teams that do it and you got the hogs up front to make it work provided you run the right scheme get away from the zone runs and get back to the power runs which is what we saw against cleveland keep banging that drum because i don't know where it's gone but it should come back here's hoping that it does anywho um again folks it's far from a wrap what seven more to go and uh each week has a life of its own Focus on that individually. Don't get too far ahead of yourselves. Hopefully the team isn't doing it. And just continue to rally around them. There's still hope. I mean, until they are mathematically eliminated, there's still hope. And hopefully the coaching staff kind of gets galvanized. Everyone comes together and they make a push. Because it's far from over, as I continue to say. But guys, need to say that to yourselves too. Be encouraged. Stay positive about it. Be realistic, but stay positive about it. Because um, ultimately, the last place you want to find yourself is just feeling like it doesn't really matter. Because that is a sad, sad place to be as a fan. Makes it really hard to cheer for a team when you just pretty much always expect the worst. So with that said, until the next one, hopefully... um, all this congestion will have drained and uh i don't sound like patrick mahomes or the wb frog uh y'all take it easy y'all know who it is mr bullganger do not bang aka top underscore flyt3 on twitter and uh you know stay on the lookout for the charger to the games on my youtube page where you know i keeps it as real as it gets and uh, my raw emotions come out there and you may not always agree with them, but they're all coming from a factual place and I'm just dropping it blunt, no filter, no chase. But again, catch y'all on the next one. Take it easy and uh, okay, love you, bye. Welcome back to another edition of The Bolt Beat. As always, I am your host, acting editor over at boltbeat.com. Jason Reed, follow us on Twitter at BB underscore Chargers or myself at Ichiridis. Now that that spiel is over, let's talk some Chargers football. Look, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving already passed by the time you might be listening to this. And you might not have said that you were thankful for the Chargers this year. The reason being, Chargers have lost two in a row, both on primetime, both in heartbreaking fashion. Look, I understand. Being a football fan, it is tough. You know, non-football fans don't understand um, especially being a Chargers fan. Um, it's agony. It's heartbreak. It's the same losses, what seems like over and over and over. Justin Herbert feels like he's the new Phil Rivers. Great quarterback. For some reason, just his team around him can't get it done. I get all that. I get all the negative sentiments that we've been seeing on Twitter, on social media, anywhere that someone will listen. I get it. And I get if you're listening to this with no confidence and you're listening because you support Charger Chat, you support Bolt Beat, we thank you as always. But look, you should not be losing hope on your Los Angeles Superchargers. Yes, they're 5-5. Five and five, But honestly, as I mentioned two weeks ago before they played the 49ers, there was a decent chance that they would be 5-5. Five and five. These were two really good teams. They just played back-to-back on primetime. 
We just saw the 49ers absolutely shellac the Arizona Cardinals in Mexico City on Monday Night Football. Um, I know, you know, I don't want to be reactionary. I'm not, I'm genuinely not saying this to make the Chargers feel better, but these two teams could be playing in the Super Bowl in four months, three months, however many months we are away from the Super Bowl. These are two really good football teams. Now I get it. The Chargers have only beaten losing teams and we all expected them to be Super Bowl contenders. So to lose these games back to back doesn't make you feel good. It was a one score game. The Chargers were in both games. They could have won both games if the last drive went their way. Not saying it's on Justin Herbert or anything, but they were in both games. So I understand it's frustrating and I understand a lot of fans seemingly have lost hope. I know he, us here at Charger Chat, the Charger Chat guys, they haven't lost hope. They're always positive. They're always optimistic. They're always positive. Um, five and five, yes, the Chargers have made it harder on themselves to make the playoffs, but they're not out of it yet. You look at the main teams they're competing against, the Cincinnati Bengals, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. New York, uh, the sorry, the Cincinnati Bengals. Super hard schedule. They probably have the toughest remaining schedule in the league. They have an absolute gauntlet remaining in front of them. They have to play the Ravens. They have to play the Patriots. That's a game actually Charger fans should be tuning into. Uh, they have to play, I believe, the the Bucks, the Dolphins. Like they play so many good teams, and it's like, and the Chiefs still. Um, so yeah, they are six and four right now. I have them finishing ten and seven at best, likely nine and eight. Okay, so there's one team checked off. We have the New England Patriots, who their defense looks really good right now. Yeah, they're six and four, but their defense also looks really good when they play Zach Wilson and Sam Ellinger. Anytime they play a half decent quarterback, Lamar torched them. Aaron Rodgers torched them. Um, the Dolphins beat them week one with Tua, um, but that was obviously the week one of this new offense. Um, you know, and they have a tougher schedule coming up. You know, we don't, they play the Vikings this week. You might already, the game might have already happened by the time you're listening to this, and hopefully the Patriots lost. I have the Patriots finishing eight and nine. I've been losing to the Vikings. Again, if they already beat the Vikings when you're listening to this, I sound like a fool. I have them losing to the Vikings. I have them losing both of their remaining games to the Bills. And I have them going two and two against the Raiders, Cardinals, Bengals. And I don't remember Dolphins, maybe. Don't remember the fourth one off, my, off the top of my head. But that puts them at eight and nine. And then we look at the New York Jets. Yeah, promising story. You know, an exciting team, young team, dynamic, good head coach. They just have a horrible quarterback. And look, they don't even know who's going to start next week. And every year we see this team that is a little bit ahead of schedule. The team with a bad, uh, either a young team, team with a bad quarterback, something where they start off well. And then when the weather gets a little bit colder and teams kind of know who they are and they have the tape on the Jets and the Jets can't do the same little trickery and whatnot, um, they're going to rack up losses. And look, I also have the Jets finishing eight and nine. So if we have the Bengals going 10 and seven at best. And we have the jets and the Patriots potentially finishing eight, and nine that leaves a spot there for the chargers at nine and eight. That means, you know, they could in theory finish four and three. Now they should be trying to finish five and two, because I still think 10 wins has to get you in. I don't want to have to maybe have a tiebreaker at nine and eight, but if you look at the schedule, it's doable. The Cardinals, that's a doable game. The Raiders, that's a doable game. The chargers have only already beat them. Titans and dolphins. Even if we assume the chargers lose both of them, they then have the Rams who can't move the ball and probably won't have Cooper Cup that might be punting on the season by the time that game happens. We have the Colts who might be playing, who probably will be playing for draft position by the time that game happens. And then that, if we assume they win the games they should win and they just lose the games they should lose, that puts them at nine and seven heading into week 18 against the Denver Broncos where a win gets them in and they might still be able to get in with a loss. So I think, yes, the Chargers made it harder. They gave themselves less than a 50% chance and they have to do the work to get into the playoffs. But let's stop pretending like the playoffs are absolutely over. The Bengals were in a very similar situation at the same time last year, and they made a run. 
Yes, there are concerns with his teams. The defense is concerning. The coaching hasn't been good. Um, I get all that. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you all those problems don't exist. But that offense looked a lot better on Sunday night than it has the last six weeks with Keenan and Mike Will back. And Herbert looks like Justin Herbert. I told you guys to hammer the Herbert props last week. And just about everyone except his completions hit, I believe. Um, this team, you know, it, it is still talented to beat the teams it should be. And if if they get the job done, I get it. It's a big if. But I'm not totally out on this team yet because they lost to probably the second or third best team in the NFC and the best team in the entire league, most likely in the Kansas City Chiefs. I get it. Divisional game. You always want to beat them. Um, and it hurts losing in that fashion. But it's the Chiefs and the 49ers. All right. So now if the Chargers lose this week against the Cardinals, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I mean, I, I, if they lose the Cardinals, I don't think they're going to run the table. I think that would be a heartbreaking loss. They would lose the locker room, all that things. But I don't think they're going to lose the Cardinals, which gets me into my betting picks. Now we're recording this early because it is Thanksgiving week. So not all the props are up. And we don't even know if Kyler Murray is going to play, although it looks most likely he's not going to play. For that reason, I don't have props for you. Um, I don't want to just give out hocus pocus and it not even mean anything because we're so far out from the game. So I'm just going to stick to the the spread and the over-under. The Chargers at the time of recording this are four-point favorites on the road against Cardinals. I'm going to be there, by the way. Come say hi. Um, I, I just I like them as four-point favorites in this spot. The Cardinals are a team, are a great matchup for the Chargers. They they're not they're not going to kill you running the ball, especially if Kyler's not playing. They're like 19th in yards per yards per carry, and a lot of that's Kyler, you know. So they're not going to kill you running the ball. Now we said the same thing about the Chiefs and what happened with Isaiah Pacheco. Um, they might have Colt Cowboy, Colt McCoy at quarterback. Um, you know, he's or Trace McSorley, neither of which are dynamic quarterbacks. And the you know, while the Chargers' defenses look really bad at times, they should be able to beat Colt McCoy and Trace McSorley. And defensively, the Cardinals aren't a good team. Like we saw what the offense looked like against the Chiefs this last week. It's going to look even better against the Cardinals in theory on paper. Of course, not always things happen in theory. Um, but this should be a game where the Chargers, as long as they don't shell up like they have in the past, which again is a concern, they should be able to put up points. And this is an offense that shouldn't be able to keep up with the Chargers in the track meet. Now, hopefully the game against the Chiefs was a wake-up call to the Chargers that, hey, you don't have to win every game by three points. It seems like there's this mindset where they just want to be in every game. And I get that. I get when you play a good game like the Chiefs, a good opponent like the Chiefs, a good opponent like the 49ers, a good opponent like the Seahawks, you want to just be in the game late and give yourself a chance to win. I totally get that mindset. But when you're already leading and you have a chance to extend it, you can't avoid risks because you don't want to let them back in the game because, spoiler alert, they're going to get back in the game anyways. You have to put your foot on their throat. You have to go beat them. And for some reason, this coaching staff is so enamored with the 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 thought process of, hey, let's just be in the game in the fourth quarter and trust our guys to execute late. I get it. Yes, you have Justin Herbert, and most times he will execute late. But the other team had Patrick Mahomes. He's going to execute as well. Yeah, against the Texans, you're going to execute and score a touchdown late to go up 10. That's not the case against every team. So I think it's just a mindset switch. And hopefully this game against the Chiefs changes that, and the Chargers can cover minus four. The over-under, time of recording, 47.5. I like the over because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game for the Chargers. And defensively, while I don't think it's going to be necessarily close, I think the Chargers will still let them put points on the board. Um, my score prediction on Bolt Beat was 31-21. They're 31-21 of the two. Um, that would put the over hitting just by three and a half, four points. That's where I see this being. I see, you know, four touchdown, one field goal game for the Chargers with the Cardinals getting two touchdowns, two field goals, three touchdowns, something like that. Um, and 
some of it might even just be backdoor garbage by the Cardinals down, you know, 31-14 late in the game. So I would take Chargers minus four. I would take the over 47 and a half. And, you know, I would I would maybe flirt with some of the offensive props if you really wanted to. Um, I would stay away from any Eckler rushing prop just because that that Rundy offense is so hit or miss. So just miss actually most of the time. I would probably stay away from the receiver props as well, because as we saw last week, Josh Palmer was the one that had a big game. If you're going to, if you want to hop on props, I would either hop on like Chargers team props, like the team over, or just, you know, ride the Herbert props again. Last week, you could have got Herbert 250 passing yards, two plus touchdowns at plus 100. Um, with this game on Monday, he now has a nine game streak of hitting 250 yards and two touchdowns with both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen in the game. So if both of them are playing and that prop is available for similar odds, I would hammer that as well. Um, but those are my picks. I hope everyone has or had a great Thanksgiving. We're officially into the holiday season. Um, I'm thankful for everyone that listens to this podcast, listens to my segment on the podcast, reads articles over at Bolt Beat, follows me on Twitter. Any way you inter- interact, you know, uh, the charge community is a great one. And I'm just grateful to be able to have some sort of a platform to talk to you guys and show my love. You know, we all appreciate everything you do for us. You know, without the fans, there is no us. So, um, I got nothing else for you. Let's get back to the Charger chat, guys. Well, there you go, folks. Two back-to-back segments, quality segments from the Craig Experience and Bold Beat. Thank you guys so much for giving us yet another awesome week of content uh, yeah, for our Charger chat fan base. Um, and that's pretty much going to do it for this episode of Charger chat. Uh, but before we go, we've got some Bolt predictions to make. Start it off with Kyle. All uh, right. What are you I'll thinking? Do it. I'm gonna go 34-21. So it's Whoa! it's a confident. <laughs> I feel like it's a confident, confident prediction. But um, wow. I don't know. The offense started to click. I think Keenan. We haven't heard of any setbacks yet. So no, yeah. If he's back in the offense, if we can get Parham back, Gerald Everett back, um, some of these guys can start to play. Um, I think we could, we could be able to score points. And the reason I put 34 as my bolt prediction is that there's no scoreless quarters in this game. Mm. We'll score some points in every quarter and get to 31, 34, 34, 21. Okay. That come nice. on, Bolt. Yeah, that God, nice. if we can get, if Mike Williams can come back too, that's that seems a very attainable score. So yeah. hopefully we get him back Heal too. Um, all right, Kev, what are you thinking? Something similar. I'm going 31-17 Chargers. Wow. Um, I think we'll be able to outscore him this week. I think Colt McCoy probably will play. Um, and we'll be able to we'll be able to do it. Um, I think Keenan will have two touchdowns. Um, wow. Two touchdowns. I think he's gonna he's gonna pick up Come where he left game. off on that sixty three and 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 hopefully, you know, Lombardi doesn't has a good game. That's a good game. Yeah. It's not too predictable. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> GG coach. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to keep it below 30. I'm going to go 28, uh, 28, 21. And I'm going to say, since Kyle didn't pick up the ball from last week, oh, I'm going to say Braden Fajoko gets the sack. Dance. That's fine. It didn't Thanks work for, for you. I'm going to yep. come in. Maybe it'll work for me. Braden Fajoko yep. gets a sack and we get to see a Braden Fajoko sack dance. Let's so. go, please. Please and thank you. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here. Charge a chat. Short episode this week, but that's how we like it sometimes. Short and sweet. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, you've got shopping to do. It's Black Friday. Yeah. Get out there. What are you doing listening to us? Go get the deals to be had. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye.
Okay, love you, bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 